afternoon, my Conscious Crow creators. Welcome to a special edition of the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. You're getting me twice today. This is amazing. Um, a special edition outside of my regular time slot, which is 12 noon Eastern on Thursdays. Um, we have an extra special guest with us in studio today, so we decided to do a special edition just for you. Okay, let's get started with our quotes of the day. Well, these are the quotes of yesterday. I had to use my quotes of today from my first guest earlier today, um, uh, Dr. Bertrand Babinet, who was, I hope you, you tuned in and heard that. If not, it will be posted later today. All right, let's get started with our quotes from the universe and from Abraham. First, from the universe. There's always more than one right answer, path, possibility, nuance, or flavor. So insist upon none. Insist on details. Insisting on details always limits you. Purple moonbeam chocolate, please. The universe. Ah, we love our quotes from Mike Dooley in the universe. Reminding us that, you know, as we're setting our intentions, as we're going out into life and, and visualizing our future and, and putting out our energy in a certain direction, that... It's really the universe's job to figure out how to bring to us what we want. And the details of that, we sometimes get caught up in. We think something has to be a certain way. We think it has to come to us a certain way, tied with a pink ribbon and a white box, and it has to be delivered by this beautiful woman at 3 o'clock in the afternoon on Thursday. It never works that way. And the more that kind of detail we put into what it is that we want and how it should come to us, the more difficult we make it for the universe to bring it to us. Whereas we, if we more simply just make the intention of, I just want an amazing experience tonight at this uh, event we're going to have, or, you know, I just want to um, write this book and know that it touched somebody's life. Or, uh, you know, I just want to help somebody heal in the best possible way for them. The more we kind of make things general and focus on what is the real feeling behind what we want, what is the experience we want to have, oh, now the universe has a lot to work with. Now that canvas is real blank and it can paint a beautiful picture for us. So let's try and work towards assist, insisting less on the details and more on the feeling and more on the experience and more of what it's really going to, how juicy it's going to be when we're there. So a wonderful quote from the universe, including purple moonbeam chocolate. How can it be bad? Okay. Uh, let's see what Abraham has in store for us today. Because we know that life is eternal, and we know that there is no ending to that which you are, if one of you is killed in an earthquake or crashes your plane or any number of other very creative ways you have found to make your exit into the non-physical, because we know the whole picture, we grieve not a moment for any of you. But from your more short-sighted point of view in physical, a lot of you grieve tremendously. Abraham. So I know this is uh, one of those more, I guess, controversial aspects that Abraham talks about when it comes to law of attraction, because Abraham as this non-physical channeled entity or entities, 
they see things from a very different perspective. And that as beautiful, energetic souls filled with light, there is never really any ending. As the uh, first law of thermodynamics states, energy can neither, neither be created nor destroyed. It merely transforms state. And from a spiritual perspective, we never really die. We are merely transforming state. Now, Esther Hicks uh, got a very uh, uh, in-your-face lesson about this when she lost Jerry, her husband and longtime companion, who really was there from the beginning with her and stayed with her, supporting her throughout her whole development and, and evolution into this amazing channel for Abraham and into the, the secret and the law of attraction and all the books they wrote. Uh, and yes, it's not always easy to see that there is no loss. It's not always to feel happy because that person is no longer there in front of you, physically there um, to share your presence. But my experience has shown me that sometimes after somebody exits this physical world, we actually have a deeper connection and a more profound connection to them even when they're not here physically. Does it feel that way at the time? Absolutely not. If we lose a child or a loved one, do we feel like our heart is broken? Of course we do. We're human beings. But what Abraham is trying to give as a present here is that if we can somehow switch our perspective from one where we're confined to time and space and our physicality to one where we realize we are spiritual, energetic, eternal beings and to know that that relationship that may feel like we've lost it, we actually haven't. It is merely transformed. So, and you see the bells are ringing, so that means the angels are agreeing with us. So, next time we experience that kind of loss, next time, you know, there is some tragedy like what recently happened in Florida, let us try and remember that these angels that were these children have transformed. They are not gone. They are still in our consciousness. There is still a relationship with them. And, and for me personally, this became very real for me back in 9-11. Because when 9-11 happened, I mean, I was living in New York City, the Upper West Side. I knew several people who worked in the Twin Towers that day, who were actually there. None of the people who I personally knew that worked there actually died that day. The one person that I know who died that day was a friend of mine I knew from the neighborhood, a great guy who was a lawyer who was actually working for the police department as a, a prosecutor. He was the one who was kind of prosecuted the bad cops. And he was down at one federal plaza that day turning in his retirement papers because he was going to go work for a medical malpractice company instead. And he was going to start a whole new life. 
And when the call came in about what happened, he was one of the first people out the door and he was there at the Twin Towers. And there was even another cop, there was a cop six feet away from him who made it out when the towers came down and he didn't. And I just think to myself, you know, when I heard the full story of what had happened, that this guy, John, that like he, it, it, it was not a sacrifice, but it was his choice. All these other people who worked there, who went there day after day, some didn't even make it in that day. Some actually made it in and got out. All these other people I know, fine. But this one person who didn't even work there was the one person I personally knew who transitioned that day. So to me, you know, I do believe we have this soul contract. I do believe we come into this world and we may not physically, intellectually, consciously know what our contract is for our life, but it is there energetically, spiritually in, in the ethers. And we fulfill that and then we transition on. So two wonderful, wonderful quotes from Mike Dooley in the Universe and from Abraham. And uh, I don't know, kind of apropos, I guess, for my guest today, um, who is a, a very interesting gentleman. Dr. Hal Blattman is the founder and medical director of the Blattman Health and Wellness Center, a nationally recognized specialist in treating myofascial pain. He is credentialed in pain management and board certified in occupational and environmental medicine and in integrative holistic medicine. During Dr. Blattman's tenure in general medicine, he was recognized as Western medicine. He recognized Western medicine's difficulty treating and managing chronic and myofascial pain. Consequently, he studied with the late Janet Travell, MD, then recognized as one of the world's leading experts in treating uh, myofascial pain disorders. Dr. Blattman is board certified practitioner of integrative and holistic medicine, designated ABIH. M for American Board of Integrated Holistic Medicine and is a past president of the American Holistic Medical Association. And I'm very pleased that his travels brings him in studio with me today for the Conscious Consultant Hour. Welcome, Dr. Hal. Thank you. Thank you very much. It's wonderful to be here. And I loved what you just said with, all, with those quotes and, and the, your perspective on transition. That was awesome. Oh, thank you so much. And, and you know, oftentimes uh, when you talk to a medical doctor, they tend to look at the body very mechanically. And um, uh, many doctors I know have no belief in spirit or an afterlife or anything. So they're just kind of like, you know, when the body's dead, that's it. You're done. Yeah, I don't believe that either. Ah, my kind of guy. My kind of guy. So, um, I mean, you've been a doctor for many years. What I mean, I mean, I know in your bio we kind of talked, uh, mentioned briefly about how Western medicine's approach towards something just didn't resonate with you. But I mean, was there one particular incident? Was there something that really like opened your eyes that said, "There's something missing here. We're not getting the whole picture." That kind of sent you on this holistic path. There were several as I several. as I went through because uh. this was definitely a path. Uh, I started okay. out my first training after medical school was orthopedic surgery. Oh, so I started on okay. the right the right wing of yes. medicine. <laughs> I left after two years. Only two years. It's wow. a five year program, and I was had enough after two years. But I learned a tremendous amount mm -hmm. about orthopedics that I use every single day. Oh, I'm wonderful. very grateful for that. <clears throat> um, Do you know Dr. Sherry Green? By the way, <clears throat> no, she's a holistic podiatrist. Oh wow. Um, okay. Have to connect you to her sometime. That'd be great. Anyway, so 
So, so you left after two years. Um, then I ended up working and running urgent care offices, and a dentist walked in Ooh. right after I started, mm-hmm. and he was new in town and asked me if I had ever heard of TMJ syndrome. Ah. And that was in the days where almost nobody had heard of it, and he right. proceeded to teach me about myofascial Fasc- head and neck pain, which yes. I had no clue about. Right. We're not taught anything about this when we go to school. No. As an orthopedic resident, we weren't taught anything about this either. Hmm. So that opened my eyes and made me see things a little bit differently. Right. <clears throat> I had another transitional event. I was working um, in a, an urgent care office on a Sunday morning. This woman came in with pelvic pain. Mm. She was older than I was. I don't know if you remember the show with Dookie Hauser, but I looked a lot oh, like yeah. <laughs> Dookie Hauser. <laughs> right. And here was a woman who was older than I am, and everything in her exam said, she has a pelvic inflammation or mm. infection, and she needed IV antibiotics and a ride to the hospital in the ambulance. Mm. And the history didn't click. Mm. And I had been given a monograph by Janet Travell on myofascial pain. And I said, you know, instead of the trip with the ambulance and all that, how about if we just maybe stretch out the muscles in your belly and see what happens? Oh, wow. And she was all up for that. Mm. I got the monograph out of my briefcase opened it up to the right page that had the diagrams of her pain pattern mm-hmm. and proceeded to do, looking at the diagrams and working on her at the same time, it took about five minutes to do what the diagrams told me to do. Mm-hmm. And all of her pain was gone. All wow. of her tenderness was gone. And I was scratching my head wondering what it was I had done. <laughs> <laughs> so you knew something happened, you just weren't sure what. And I don't believe anything I can't touch and feel. Right. So... I got permission to call her back in a week. The pain was still gone, so I read the rest of the monograph. Wow. And then I proceeded to teach myself about myofascial pain. This was before I met uh, Dr. Travell. Okay. Another transitioning event was uh, my wife came home one day, and she said, you know, there's a physical therapist you need to meet, and I've invited her over for dinner. Oh. And she came over for dinner, and our conversation was nice and peaceful until she said, do you know your skull bones move? And I said, well, maybe yours do, but mine, <laughs> mine fused when I, before I was two years old. That's oh, what we were all taught. Uh, and she said, well, nothing really fuses. That's not correct information. Uh, and then our conversation was peaceful again until after dinner because I was totally convinced I was trained my skull bones right, fused like uh, everybody. Uh, and after dinner, we laid down in the living room and I put my head in her hands. Uh, and she said, do you feel that? And I said, well, yeah, your hands are moving. <laughs> she goes, no, that's your skull. I said, we had this conversation. Mine, my bones fused. Do you remember yeah, that? Yeah. And it's funny now. Yeah. But then we switched places, and her head touched my hands, and I went, oh, my God. Uh, my hands are not moving, and this skull is very much alive. Sure. And that transition took me to, what else did they teach me that was that wrong? All right. So I want you to hold that thought there. And when we come back, let's answer that question. What else did you learn that was wrong? And before we go to break, I just quick shout out to some of our viewers on the Facebook live stream. Mark, Jonathan, Josam, Joanne, thank you so much for joining us. And of course, if anybody out there, if you have questions, you can always type the question into the comments field of the video on the Facebook live stream. Or if you're listening through talkradio.nyc, call in on our 800 number, 877-480-4120. We're talking with Dr. Hal Blattman, and we'll be right back after these messages. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network.
Are you stuck in a rut? Negative thoughts, feelings, and conversations got you down? Hi, I'm Noreen Sumter, the Potentiator. Tune in every Tuesday, 9 to 10 Eastern Time, and listen for new ideas on my show, Beyond Potential, Live Life Your Way, on talkradio.nyc. do you want to connect with? Are you an entrepreneur or intrapreneur looking to build your following? Welcome to our show. Follow, Follow Me Friday, Friday with Joan and Priya. Tune in every Friday at noon Eastern on talkradio.nyc. We're, We're your, your digital, digital connectors. connectors. Woo! Woo! What's that? <laughs> <laughs> Talking Alternative Radio, 24 hours a day. Welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour Awakening Humanity. We're speaking with Dr. Hal Blattman, uh, founder and medical director of Blattman Health and Wellness Center. Um, so we left off the last segment, Dr. Hal, um, with you wondering what else were you taught that was incorrect? So what other kinds of things have you learned since then about what you were, how you were trained in the modern medical practice that may not necessarily jive with what we know today? Well, there, there are so many things on that list, but let's focus for just a minute on pain. Okay. The world is taught that, or the, uh, that pain comes from an injury. Mm -hmm. And then if that pain's not gone in three to six months, it magically transforms into something called chronic pain mm -hmm. that you can never make go away. Mm -hmm. And now your treatment options are to make the brain not work, make mm -hmm. the nerves not work, mm -hmm. kill the nerves, interrupt the signal, and use drugs. Mm-hmm. And otherwise, if you look at what's integrative health care for pain, it's usually about coping. Mm. Nobody has anywhere in the equation, let's just make this go away. away. Yeah. So the way our biology works is way different than that. There is no magic between acute and chronic pain. Right. What our biology is, we have pain after an injury, but then you will continue, the body will continue to experience some evolution of that pain mm. until the body heals the injuries that caused it. Mm. And now it doesn't matter if it's five years, five weeks, or 30 years. It's right. still the same answer. Now, one of the things that I learned a, a long time ago, we actually used to have a woman who was a um, physical therapist do a show on the network. And she interviewed a lot of people around pain. And one thing she had said, which really blew my mind, is she said pain is actually an output of a uh, from the brain, not an input to the brain. I'm not sure I buy that. Oh, okay. I have to think about that for a while because I, I won't say it's not, but that's not I've not thought that way before. Oh, okay. All right, good. Ooh, I get to challenge my guest. Ooh. Always, um, always. I get yeah. challenged every day. Yeah, because the idea, it's like there's something wrong, so the, pain, so the brain is then sending a signal like, hey, the pain is to get your attention to that place, mm -hmm. um, but it's not actually coming from that place. It's, it's actually, it's not the input, it's the output. So I just found that fascinating. That may tie into to what we look at. When, when a, a patient comes to see me for pain, they're asking me to play CSI. 
Right. The CSI rules of pain. Where did the pain come from? So right. we have the Blattman method of the rules for CSI. Ah, oh, what, <clears throat> what are those? Do, rule number do one, tell. Rule number one is you can't believe that the pain comes from where you feel it, exactly what ah, you just said. Yes. And examples of that are your headache does not come from your head. Right. <laughs> the pain in your left arm could be your heart attack. You have no idea. Yeah. Why do you think pain. your low back pain comes from your lower back when you've been treating your lower back for 10 years and it still hurts? Right, right. That's one thing that I learned, you know, and I'm a, an, a holistic energetic practitioner. I do energy medicine. And one of the things that I had been taught from some of my teachers is that the the pain is usually not where the person thinks the pain is or the cause of the pain. Um, yeah, your your shoulder might be hurting you, but it's really something that's from some energy in, in this system that's stored in your left toe, big toe. And that if you make the energetic correction in the big left toe, all of a sudden the pain in the shoulder goes away. And <clears throat> backtracking to some of the other things I learned in medicine before I even got to here, mm -hmm. I am a craniosacral therapist. I was so impressed with yeah. what that woman told me about my skull. Yeah. I had to go out and learn this. Yeah, I'm sure. And then I'm I learned sure. you can touch off body. So I'm also a healing touch practitioner, and I play oh, in the energy field. Wonderful. And wonderful. I play with the energy of light to help people also. So ah, I'm, I'm we're, in the right. same, we're in the same ballpark. Yes, yes, I told you, this is my kind of guy. So let's go to rule number two. All right, what's rule number two? It's not important what you think that pain feels like. Oh, there's the brain cannot tell the difference between numbness, tingling, burning, itch, tickle, sharp, dull, achy, stabbing. Oh, None of it really? is diagnostic. Oh. We were taught it was. We were yeah. taught that burning means something different than aching. Yeah. That's nonsense. Oh, really? The brain can't tell the difference. Huh. Okay. Where you think you feel the pain is tremendously important. The distribution of the sensation, but the specifics of what that sensation is, even numbness doesn't come from nerve mm. it can if the nerve is killed or injured you're going to be numb or the muscle's not going to work right but most of the numbness that we feel from injury has nothing to do with spine and nothing to do with nerve and the disc oh, that you really? find on your mri is not necessarily the guilty party oh fascinating okay there was a study around 1980 looking at 140 year old men who had never had any history of back anythings mm-hmm the MRI scanned all 100, and 30% had a herniated disc. Yeah. <laughs> and 30% of them had more than one. Oh, wow. So going back to the rules, if you can't believe where the pain is felt and you can't believe what it feels like, what mm. can you believe is rule number three? Mm. What you can absolutely believe is that where specifically you are tender, millimeter by millimeter through your body, is either where your injury is where your fascia holds you together, mm. or it's where the fascia in your muscle or tendon or ligament is tied in a knot. Mm. And squeezing the nerve endings in between the strings of your fascia is where that pain comes from. Ah, okay. So for our audience, just in case we have anybody listening in who does not know what fascia is, maybe we should just define that and explain that a little bit so they really get this. So when you hold a stake up and you mm -hmm. start to pull the fibers apart, that thin film between the fibers mm -hmm. that surrounds every muscle cell, every muscle fiber, goes through the muscle and holds it together, that is our fascia. Mm. And where it's thick, we call it gristle. Where it's thin, you can't really see it well. Mm -hmm. It holds your organs in place. It keeps mm -hmm. your uterus and ovaries where they are. It keeps mm -hmm. your heart in place and allows it to still move. Uh -huh. It surrounds and holds your brain together. There is okay. no part of your body that isn't tied into fascia. And the intersection or interaction between the fascia and the nerves in between it 
that's the antenna for your brain to know what's going on uh, in your periphery. Okay. That's how you know where your finger is, mm -hmm. whether your finger likes where it is, mm -hmm. whether you hurt your finger putting it there. Mm. Gotcha. Gotcha. <laughs> Rule number four. Four. The places where you are most specifically tender and most tender usually generate most of the pain you think you feel. You, the, you said you think you feel. Correct. Which oh. ties into what you were talking about. Yes. And rule number five, if you can get the body to heal the places that are tender and injured, you can watch the pain go away. Oh, okay. So there's very little pain that is actually intractable and very little pain that there's no hope for. Mm. And most pain can be made to get better. Mm. That's huge because that changes the entire paradigm. Yeah. yeah. Now you just need to find the injuries and get the body to heal them as best as it right. can. Right. Now, you may be limited in that, right. but at least you know where to start. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just so that people understand, like this is, it's not 100%. What are some of the extreme cases where even knowing all that, like you still can't heal the pain? A pure neuropathic pain, a pure neuropathy, a diabetic okay. neuropathy, a reflex sympathetic dystrophy. Some of these are very, very hard, mm. but there's hope to make everybody better enough that it was worth it to try. And actually with neuropathy, I know that's a very, very difficult one to treat, but I've actually met people and have seen technologies that use like a, a very intense electromagnetic pulse that help to stimulate a better environment that even with that can help the pain to go away. So, so it, it's, again, these are things that are not FDA approved and not designed to be able to do that. They're mostly used for like sports injuries and stuff to help relax the muscles. But if you really get to meet people who have the experience and can give you the anecdotal evidence that even those things, there are things out there that are more on the fringe but can actually help. Oh, they do. And we use them in our, in our practice oh, in our office also. Wonderful. Wonderful. Uh, but here's a, a really interesting example. A man I had treated for a few years uh, it was a worker's compensation injury. He mm -hmm. had back surgery 10 years prior, mm -hmm. and he always talked about numbness and tingling down his legs and in the bottoms of his feet. Mm. And when he settled his, his claim, he was able to afford some care that the system did not provide for. Mm -hmm. And we actually used platelet-rich plasma that we'll talk about perhaps in a little oh, while to help okay. him heal two tendons that hold his butt muscle to his thigh bone. Oh, wow. And he came in a month later and said, you know, Two days after you did this to me, for the first time in 10 years, I can feel my dog lick the bottoms of my feet. Wow. That's a testimony that cannot be ignored. But that's also a tremendously different approach and just a different way of thinking about it. Whereas when you're using platelet-rich uh, plasma. plasma, like you're treating the environment, you're not treating sort of the mechanics of the body. We're actually treating the mechanics of how the body holds itself together uh. and making that attachment solid enough his muscle can pull again. Uh. And there's something about that mechanics that made the leg numb. Oh, there's a man okay. I saw today. Okay. It was his second visit. He mm -hmm. was injured in a car accident many months ago. Mm -hmm. And he suffers with this numbness in his arm and tingles in his arm and pain at the same time. Right. And one of the reasons these sensations are difficult to describe is because you can feel all of them at the same time. Yeah, 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 yeah. And we treated him today. We did five trigger point injections mm -hmm. and he was amazed. It was his second visit. All of his pain was gone at the end of the visit. All oh, of his wow. numbness was gone. He now knows it has nothing to do with his neck, nothing mm -hmm. to do with his spine or his nerves. It all had to do with how his fascia holds him together 
where those injuries happened at the accident hmm. and through his lifetime before that. And you said these were trigger point injections, so these were very um, specific locations. So Correct. you were injecting the plasma like directly into specific spots. I was actually injecting a gas. Oh, a gas? Yes. What very, gas? very different. We use nitrous oxide. Oh, really? Yes. The stuff that like when we were in high, kids in high school, we used to breathe in to get stoned? <laughs> so we actually... Uh, joke or gig that your muscles will giggle on the way out. The door. <laughs> I love that. That's great. That's great. All right, let's, let's hold that thought. I want to really get into this because this is fascinating stuff, and it's really a very different way of thinking about things. So we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, let's like really dive in deep, and as well as talk about the stem cell aspect of things, which I know you're, you're very much um, uh, breaking some ground on. So everybody, please stay tuned. You're listening to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. My guest this hour is Dr. Hal Blattman. We do this every Thursday. My normal time is 12 noon Eastern to 1 p.m. Eastern, but this is a special edition. So we're at 2 p.m. instead of 12. But stay with us and we'll be right back after these messages. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Are you into comics, movies, and pop culture at large? What about music and TV? Then you're in for a treat. This is Michael Dolce, your host on TalkingAlternative.com. I've been professionally writing comic books, screenplays, and music articles for almost 15 years. Catch my show, Secrets of the Sire, at its new primetime slot, Wednesdays, 8 p.m. Eastern Time, and get the inside scoop on the pop culture universe you love to talk about. For more info, go to secretsofthesire.com. Talking Alternative Radio, 24 hours a day. Welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. We're talking with Dr. Hal Blattman all about pain, actually. Um, so you use some very interesting techniques, the nitrous oxide gas, this uh, platelet-rich plasma. Um, it's really you take very different approaches from traditional medical approach. Uh, I shouldn't, shouldn't say traditional. I really hate that because the more holistic, natural ways are really more traditional, exactly. but it's a modern approach, really. Right. <clears throat> and we go all the way to food. Oh, really? Because unless you change what the body... We eat for two reasons. We eat to get energy and we eat to get new material to build new parts. Okay. So the quality of what we build those parts out of is incredibly important. And we find in our research that at least 40% of anyone's chronic pain comes from their body's inflammatory reaction from the food they eat. Oh, are there any particular foods that are more common to inflame the body? We actually have a do not eat list. Oh, really? That uh -oh. We, that I'm, we, af I'm afraid to hear this. Go that ahead. We believe in, in our research is universal to our species. Okay. And in this country, that do not eat list is wheat, oh, yeah. potatoes. Potatoes, okay. White, red, and blue potatoes. Not sweet potatoes. They're fine. Sweet potatoes are good. Okay, good. Wheat, sugar. Sugar, yeah. Fruit juice. Oh, fruit Orange juice. juice is not your friend. 
Oh. Orange juice has as much sugar in it as a can of Sprite, and wow. soda is not your friend. Uh, artificial yeah. sweeteners are not your friend. Yeah. Stevia is not artificial. Oh, so Stevia is okay. It's okay, but the blue package, the the yellow package, and the pink package yeah. are toxins. Okay. Yes, and absolutely. they cause pain and diabetes and, and right. all kinds of bad stuff. What about honey? Is honey okay as a sweetener? In people who are really fragile that mm-hmm. can't eat sugar, like rheumatoid arthritis, and people whose immune system, no, they can't have that either. No, they can't have that either. Wow. That's okay. too much sugar for their body, and it will make them hurt. Mm-hmm. And they can try it for themselves and see. Mm-hmm. If you wake up with pain tomorrow you didn't have last night, you ate something last night mm-hmm. that you shouldn't have eaten. Yeah. That's the language your body speaks. Yep. You wake up with a stiff neck. It wasn't the window. You don't sleep that <laughs> wrong. It wasn't the pillow. It was most likely the pizza that you ate the night before. And you know, I have to tell you, you know, most people don't even realize this, but in the pizza dough, there is a lot of sugar. And and the only reason why I know this is because there's like this fancy new pizza place across the street from here, and they say there is no sugar in our dough, and because of that, it takes us much longer to for the dough to rise, and it takes like two days to do it. Mm. So they're they're like not the pieces. I mean, they're not that small, but they're not that big. They're a little bit more expensive, but it's much better for you. I mean, it's still wheat, but it's Italian wheat, but but there's no sugar in it, and I never even realized that that you know there's sugar in so many things that we can that we don't even realize when you see a label that says tapioca flour and tapioca starch and potato starch and corn starch that's also seen as sugar by your body oh yeah corn starch is like uh, <clears throat> deadly and corn and corn syrup is like a killer isn't that it? one is yes yeah, yeah yeah okay so we pay attention to that also because the body needs to be a little bit healthier if we're going to grow new parts and help your body heal you've got to have the material to do that right right so what are good foods that promote a healthier internal environment our bodies are designed to eat vegetables yeah and vegetables should not have a label yeah. They should be fresh. <laughs> Whole foods. Whole That's foods. Right. Whole food and real food. Yeah. Chicken, fish, turkey, steak, ostrich, whatever is there that's real. You don't want to eat farmed fish. It's mm. not not your healthy stuff. Oh, you want okay. to eat stuff that's been caught. Right. You want to eat stuff that's alive. You want to eat right. things that aren't toxic. Right. So the the um, fish that has higher mercury content, you want to stay away from. So yeah. there, you can yeah, find yeah. all that out on the internet, which has really helped the do-it-yourselfer in pain. Yeah, yeah. Okay, great, great. Good to know, good to know. Okay, so food is a very important aspect. Let's, let's say we, we've gotten our food down good, and uh, I'm, I'm as guilty as the next one. I'm the pot calling the kettle black. Um, you've actually gotten some new, you're into some new kind of more high-tech things of being able to help people, which is the stem cell side of stuff. Yes. So if your body needs to heal an injury, we need to turn on your body's healing program, mm-hmm. which turns off after four to six or 12 weeks every time you get injured. Mm. And so we re-injure the body to turn on the program really? right in the spot where you need to heal. And oh, wow. we do that very discreetly by poking it with a needle. Ah, acupuncture? You can use an acupuncture needle, but you'd have to do it so many times because the healing ah. from an acupuncture needle is really small when you do this because okay. the tendons have... Not much blood supply. Gotcha. So let's take, for example, a partially torn rotator cuff. Okay. When you skin your knee, you bleed, you make a scab. Mm-hmm. Four weeks later, the scab falls off. You have mm-hmm. new skin underneath. Mm-hmm. That's how your body heals. Mm-hmm. If we take from your blood and concentrate the parts of your blood that would make that scab, and we inject them into your partially torn tendon in four weeks, 
when the scab falls out of the tendon, you have new tendon parts holding you together. Mm, wow. That's amazing. Yeah. If we add stem cells to that, it makes it even bigger. Ah, okay. Let's talk about joints for a minute. Okay. Everybody thinks they go to the orthopedic surgeon, their, their knee hurts, mm -hmm. and it still moves. They can mm -hmm. straighten it all the way and bend it all the way, and they look at their x-ray, and the surgeon says, you're bone on bone. If you can bend your knee 100 degrees, there is no possible physical way it can be bone-on-bone, bone, oh. no matter what your x-ray looks like. Okay. Bone-on-bone bone joints don't move. Gotcha. Okay. Now, in all fairness, it only takes two or three cell layers of thickness of cartilage to get a joint to move. Oh, okay. It takes a microscope to see two layers of cells. Ah, it's going to look bone on bone on the x-ray. Gotcha. But you got to know, if you can still move that joint, there's a really good chance you can regrow and restore that cartilage oh. using platelet-rich plasma, using hyaluronic acid, using stem cells, changing your food. Mm. All these things that we do, we lose very few knees. Oh, wow. Oh, that's great. That's wonderful. Is there a certain age, though, where it's more difficult, you know, as you get older or? As you get older, you have less power to restore and less healing power. Mm -hmm. But one of the things we can use now is stem cells from umbilical cord blood of babies. Oh, really? Healthy live birth babies born to healthy mothers, then tested for everything we know, all the way to Zika virus, and if it passes all that, mm -hmm. it can be cryopreserved and frozen. We can make a phone call, and we have them the next day. Wow. And wow, we can use amazing. them in amazing ways to help your body restore. Oh, okay. I've heard of people also going to the doctor and, like, getting their fat cells extracted for getting stem cells from that. I thought that was, like, fascinating. I had we, no idea. We have done that. We can do that. Okay. We do do that. But imagine this. The stems, your belly fat is where your body harbors many poisons. Mm -hmm. Pesticides are in your belly fat. Oh. Lots of them. Oh. Why would you want to concentrate that and put that back into your joint? Ah, I see. So the babies are way less toxic yeah. and way more powerful than even a 40-year-old person's fat stem cells. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. S so the purer the source, the better response you and get. And the to. younger the source. And the younger the source. Right. Yeah, and there's a, been a lot of research and a lot done with that overseas. Here in the United States, it's a little trickier. It has just become available for oh, use nice. in the United States. Uh, the Bush administration took it away, Yeah, and the Obama administration brought it back. Wonderful. So Wonderful. now we have these to use. It used to be $30,000 to go to Germany to do this, and we can do it right here in New York. We can do it in Cincinnati. We do it also in Seattle because we're in all three places. Oh, wonderful, wonderful. So you've got actually three different clinics that you're managing and working with. You must be a busy guy. Part-time, <laughs> yeah, but my, made, part my our main research and, and working center is in Cincinnati, Ohio. Oh, is in Cincinnati. Okay, good to know, good to know. So um, how do you determine which of these therapies, modalities, uh, courses of action, how do you know which one to take? Or do you just you know, do one first, and then if that doesn't work, you do another? First, I, I touch your body. Okay. Uh, you'd be amazed how many people go to the doctor and get treated with surgery, and the doctor never touched them, never mm. examined them, and has no clue about wow. what their body feels like. Yeah. Diagnosis is made by lab test. X-ray yeah. and MRI scan and treatment is by drugs and surgery. Yeah. That's not... Very impersonal. That's not the way this is supposed to be done. Right, right. So we touch everybody. Okay. And we, f we find where people are tender, where their injuries are, what matches what they've got. And then mm. we design a program for that person 
individually to help them heal that matches their mindset. Uh. Because maybe you don't want to use stem cells from an infant. Maybe you'd mm. rather use your own despite the things that I tell you about right, it or because right. of the things I tell you. Yeah. So your belief system has to fit into your healing also. Right. So I'll be more your coach and advisor, and then we agree on right. what we do, just like your exam. Right. Your physical exam in my office is to make sure that I feel on my side of your skin mm -hmm. the same thing you feel on your side oh, of your skin. So we are actually examining your never body together. I see. I see. Yeah, I never thought about that, that what we feel sort of internal on our side of the skin could be very different from what you feel on your side, on the and, opposite. And you will find that my fingers will be able to tell you where you're hurt. And you'll go, yeah, it does hurt there. I never uh, knew that before. How did you find that? Yeah. And so we actually find a reflection of your body's injuries through time. Oh, When you have injured tendons that hold your butt muscles to your bones, mm -hmm. you didn't just injure them lifting the mulch. Mm -hmm. You injured them jumping out of trees when you were a child. Oh. And maybe you did an occasional roof. Uh. And you didn't notice that that injury was part of it. And later as you get older, those injuries become more mission critical to your uh. system. And now you can feel it. So it's like we could have injured ourselves 20, 30 years ago. We did. And, and we didn't even know it at the time. And it's only later in life that it starts to flare up. And, and you know, we think it's something that we did last week where it could have been decades ago. What we did last week added to what happened ah, when we were children. Okay. You can't take last week out of the picture, okay. but you also can't take childhood yeah. out of the picture. Gotcha. Gotcha. Well, can you give us an, uh, maybe a quick example before we go to break of, of something, someone with a very severe condition that you were able to help just to give people an idea of like how, um, how, how wide your practice can be? Headaches? trigeminal neuralgia, it doesn't matter whether the headache is called migraine or whatever, they all come from the same kind of thing. Ah. Um, foot pain, so-called plantar fasciitis, yes, doesn't yeah. come from the foot. We treat the calf. Oh. Low back pain, we expect it to get better. There's a rare case here and there that we make no impact on. But most people, we watch them improve, and we're, we're just thrilled. It's such a pleasure mm. to watch somebody get out of pain. How long? I mean, you mentioned before, like, it happened after just one session. I mean, how many? The man I spoke to today was two visits so far. Two visits. I don't uh, expect him to be two and done. Right. But he's two and way better, and he now knows that he can get better. That's yeah. huge. Wow. For people to have hope instead of despair. Yeah. When everybody just looks at him and says, um, when you're ready for surgery, we'll replace your hip. Yeah. Or yeah. we'll do this, or you, the only thing we can do is remove the disc. That's not the answer. Yeah. Sometimes it is. My yeah. mother was one of those people, got her disc fixed, never had another problem with her back. Right. Sometimes it's absolutely the right thing to do. Right. But you don't know. Right. And to do that to everybody before you do the things that we're trying to do, right. we need to change how that's done. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, oh, I forgot to give a shout out. We got a couple more viewers on the Facebook live stream. Joanne, Franklin, Dennis, ugh, faithful viewer. Thank you, Dennis, for tuning in. All right, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, um, um, let's find out what, what Dr. Blattman has coming up. And uh, we'll let you know how to find him and how to get in touch with him and all that other good stuff. So everybody, please stay tuned. You're listening to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. We've been speaking this hour with Dr. Hal Blattman, founder and medical director of the Blattman Health and Wellness Center. And we'll be right back after these messages. You are listening to the Talking Alternative Network.
a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant, and on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. Are you feeling unhappy with your body, shape, or size? Ever feel out of control with food? I'm Elizabeth from Nourish the Soul, and on the show, you will uncover the root to these imbalances and discover a permanent solution to having a healthy relationship to food and your body. Join us every Thursday morning at 11 a.m. Eastern Time on talkradio.nyc. TalkingAlternative.com Welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. It's been a really fascinating hour with Dr. Hal Blattman um, talking about pain and like all these things that I really uh, I've gotten quite an education from it. Um, and we were just talking to the break that, that there's a number of conditions that you treat that you wouldn't even associate with this kind of work. So and they're all based on fascia reconstruction and helping mm. your fascia heal growing new nerves, growing new blood vessels. So one of them is erectile dysfunction. Really? Erectile dysfunction has to do with fascia? It has to do with blood supply and oh, nerves. Blood supply. Okay. So if we use platelet-rich plasma, which can be injected into the penis, really? you'll grow new nerves and you'll grow new blood vessels. Oh, wow. So the sensation that you feel on your roller coaster ride will improve mm -hmm. and your the quality of erection will improve. Oh, wow. Not in everybody, but mm. in enough that it's really quite amazing. You wow. can also use stem cells with that. Oh. And it works in women with also sexual dysfunction. Oh, really? Women don't have a pill. I, I think you know that. Yeah. So you can re-energize the clitoris and uh, get it new blood supply and get it new nerves. E even after menopause? Even, even after menopause. Excellent. Excellent. My and wife will be very happy to hear that. A lot <laughs> of women have uh, stress incontinence after childbirth. Oh, yes. And if you inject the platelet-rich plasma around the G-spot and around the urethra, which is the tube that we urinate through, mm -hmm. you can regrow and strengthen that fascia and markedly decrease stress incontinence in women. Oh, interesting. That's interesting. also amazing. What about men who have had to go through um, uh, prostate surgery for prostate cancer? Because I know that incontinence is also often a very common side been, effect. We have been able to help them. Oh, wow. It's not in everybody, but it's certainly worth a try, and the, the injection goes right where the prostate used to be. Oh, okay. So, cool, cool. So, so you, you hear that, men, women? We, we, there's stuff out there we can do. Um, what other kinds of, uh, I don't want to say exotic, but unusual things have you been able to find uh, un, uh, solutions for? There was a, um, a woman who called me and said my daughter had a lot of her thigh muscle removed oh. for cancer when she was two years old. Oh. 
Ooh. and that leg is growing way slower than the other leg. Ooh. Could we use platelet-rich plasma or stem cells in the growth plate to get the leg to grow? Mm -hmm. So we saw her, and we have a thermography camera where we can do infrared imaging. Oh, nice. And the leg that wasn't growing was five or six degrees colder than the normal leg. Oh, interesting. So we actually used infrared light to change her nervous system and warm up the leg. Oh. And now the leg that was two and a half centimeters shorter is now only one centimeter shorter, oh, and she's wow. now eight years old. Oh, wow. Wow, that's amazing. So yeah. some really wonderful stories. About yeah, and thermography is, is like such a better diagnostic tool than, than all these other so things. So many things. So many things. Um, I, I'm, I'm really hoping, I've been holding off getting my colonoscopy because I'm that age where they say you should have a colonoscopy, but I would rather have a thermography <laughs> colonoscopy than, than the invasive version that's very common. You know, they don't publicize this much, but you can do a virtual colonoscopy. Really? Yes. You still have to clean out, but you can do colonoscopy by MRI scan. Oh, I didn't know that. They can't take a polyp out with the MRI scanner, but they can right. find out if one is there. If one is there. Exactly. Oh, cool. I have to find out. Oh, does insurance cover that? <laughs> That's always the big question. That all depends on your insurance policy. But, you know, getting back to that question and, and financing. Right. Isn't that a big question for you? I'm sure a lot of people come to you and ask if my insurance covers what you do. I think we as, as um, people need to take enough responsibility for our own health care. You yeah. invest in your um, website. You invest right. in your tools. You invest in right. your automobile. You need to invest in your health. Absolutely. And it's not up to the insurance company necessarily to do all that for you. Yeah. And they're not. Yeah. yeah. They're oh, not. They're definitely the industry not. has changed. Absolutely. The psychology uh, hasn't. But yes, exactly. Psychology hasn't, but the industry has. But and look and at personally, it I way. think if there never was this idea of health insurance where we just, you go to the doctor and you pay them what you need to pay them, like things would be very, very different today. Um, Look at this also. I had a, a friend of mine, and he, he's telling me his wife is going to have rotator cuff surgery next week. Ooh. And I said, really? Do you know what you're in for? <laughs> and he said, what do you mean? I said, she's going to be in miserable pain for a week or two. Uh. She's going to be in a sling. You're going to have to do all the work around the house. She's not going to be able to drive to physical therapy. You have to take her to physical therapy. Do you have any idea uh. that's coming? He goes, no, I never thought of that. Is there anything else I can do? Uh, I said, yeah, you can bring her in to see me. We'll have a couple of visits. Her tendon will regrow, and you won't need to do any of that if it all works yeah. as well as we want it to. Yeah. Think of the cost of him missing work. Yeah. Think of the cost of the physical therapy. Think of all that as the total cost of ownership yeah. of getting that better, and you'll find we're very competitive. And and actually, isn't it always much better in the long run not to cut into the body? Like, I, in general, have an aversion to any kind of surgery from an energetic point of view. Because it's, again, I believe we're not just a physical body. We're an energetic body. And when you cut in and remove something or do something, you're affecting the aura, the energetic side of the body. And we don't pay attention to that, and then that becomes sort of a weakness on the body. As a healing touch practitioner, we would close the energy field over the surgical wounds routinely. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm, I'm part of that. Yeah, yeah, But yeah. as a surgeon, I know that sometimes surgery is the best way to go. Absolutely, absolutely. It, it's not a... It's not a 100% no, you never do it. Of course, there's certain instances when you absolutely have to. If you have appendicitis and your appendix is about to burst, that, that needs to come out. But, so but, we have invasive surgery. Yes. We have minimally invasive surgery. Right. When I take out my needle, I'm a needle surgeon. Ah. That's less than minimally invasive. The right. surgery is done with a needle. Uh, we can also use the needle as a knife. 
There's people with something called Dupuytren's contracture, where the fascia in the hand tightens and the fingers curl up. Oh. And the surgery from the hand surgeon is a really big deal. I'm sure. I can take the needle, put it through the skin, and cut those cords with the needle oh, and not have to do a, a, right. a big surgery. And your post-operative care is have a nice day. Wow. That's a game changer because now wow. you're not three weeks trying to heal. Yeah. And this is not acupuncture. I mean, no. it, it, it's... This it, is needle surgery. Needle surgery, which is fascinating. I mean, I'm, I'm a big believer in acupuncture in general because we do acupuncture here at our wellness center. And just as a, as a uh, health and, and, and balancing thing, I know acupuncture You're doing is a needle medicine. surgery too as an acupuncturist because you're affecting those channels that yeah. you can't see and can't touch and can't feel. Right. And you're instantly all over the body. Yeah. That's an yeah. amazing field. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, the thing I found fascinating was um, on one of our shows, uh, somebody once interviewed this sort of um, Qigong master who studied with uh, uh, in, the, in one of the Shaolin temples in China. And one of the practices that they would do is they would keep you in a room under the temple for 100 days in the dark. And you all you would get is one stick of incense for light during the day. And when that burned out, that was it. And you got like one dried date. But what happens is over a, like a month or two, um, all of a sudden your energetic vision kind of opens up and then you can actually see the, the energy channels and stuff. And, and that's how apparently the, the legend is that that's how the ancient Chinese masters were actually able to figure out about the Nadis and the meridians and stuff was because going through this practice opened them up in a way that they could actually see the energy in the body. That's fascinating. Yeah. And, and the energy channels are actually fascia lines and strings through the body. Yeah. Ah. And they're all connected. Cool, cool. All right, listen, before we finish up, I, I, I want to make sure we give it a chance to have the audience know. Um, any events coming up? Any lectures? Any things you want to let people know about? I'm presenting on Saturday at the Integrative Health Symposium. I'm part of a panel at 1030 in the what morning. What date is on that? Pain. Two days. No. Um, Two days from now. So the 24th yes. of, of, February. of February. Because, again, people might be hearing this, the replay afterwards, so we want to be specific dates. And then in March, I'm at the New Life Expo mm -hmm. um, at the New Yorker Hotel. I think yep. that's the 16th to 18th. Somewhere yeah. in there, you get like, easy to find. But I'll be giving two talks, one on Friday night and one time and one on Saturday. What are the topics of the talk? We're going to talk about pain and we're going to talk about stem cells and how do we treat it and how do we make this stuff go interesting. away. Interesting. Now, that's uh, interesting because you, you, knowing the New Life Expo, you wouldn't normally think of that as a lecture for the New Life Expo. But obviously, the, the this type of complementary and alternative medicine is very much a part of this New Age movement. People really need to know. Yeah. There is so much that can be done to help. Right. There is very little that's hopeless and helpless. Absolutely, absolutely. And how can people find you? How do they get in touch with you? How do they learn more? Our website is www.blatmanhealthandwellness.com. Okay. Uh, the phone number is 513-956-3200. Okay, I'm in New York time. at an office at 46th and Madison. Contact okay. us through the Cincinnati number. It's much easier for us uh, but i'm in new york about once a month on thursday and friday to bring this to new uh, york oh you only here once a month oh well thank you so much for taking the time out of your schedule to be here I oh didn't thank realize. you for helping me make this get this word out because people really need to know absolutely absolutely okay so well thank you so much thank you my loyal awesome. listeners and fans really appreciate all of you um and again this was a special broadcast and, and just to let everybody know, the, the schedule is shifting next week. Kai Cole's show, Our Daily Magic, is shifting from uh, 
Thursday afternoons to Tuesday evenings at 7 p.m. So it'll be uh, Elizabeth Tripp and her show Nourish the Soul at 11 a.m., the Conscious Consultant Hour at 12. And then I am going to be doing some more special broadcasts, and I'll be doing them. Basically, I'll be doing like a two-hour show uh, occasionally over the next two, three months because uh, uh, dear, dear friend uh, Dr. Tranquility, who is on Adam's show, uh, is connecting me with amazing people like Dr. Hal Blattman. And uh, just I'm already booked up with guests until June, so I just got to find a way to like squeeze people in. So you'll be seeing a lot more of me and hearing a lot more of me. Thank you all for listening, tuning in. Catch us on the replay. If you like this, share the video, share the MP3 so that other people can see it. And we will talk to you next week. You are listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Are you stuck in a rut? Negative thoughts, feelings and conversations got you down? Hi, I'm Noreen Sumter, the Potentiator. Tune in every Tuesday, 9 to 10 Eastern Time, and listen for new ideas on my show, Beyond Potential, Live Life Your Way, on talkradio.nyc. Are you feeling unhappy with your body, shape, or size? Ever feel out of control with food? I'm Elizabeth from Nourish the Soul, and on the show, you will uncover the root to these imbalances and discover a permanent solution to having a healthy relationship to food and your body. Join us every Thursday morning at 11 a.m. Eastern Time on talkradio.nyc. Hey, all you crazy listeners. Looking to boost your business? Why not advertise on Talking Alternative with very reasonable rates? Interested? Simply email at info at talkingalternative.com. Are you into comics, movies, and pop culture at large? What about music and TV? Then you're in for a treat. This is Michael Dolce, your host on talkingalternative.com. I've been professionally writing comic books, screenplays, and music articles for almost 15 years. Catch my show, Secrets of the Sire, at its new primetime slot, Wednesdays, 8 p.m. Eastern Time, and get the inside scoop on the pop culture universe you love to talk about. For more info, go to secretsofthesire.com. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network at www.talkingalternative.com. Now, broadcasting 24 hours a day. Talking Alternative. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant, and on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc.
You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. 